0: Luca's Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days.
1: all right cage let's let's do this what's
0: up what's up what's up i'm gonna put you on
1: the spot so we have no guests but we're gonna do a guest episode cage do you have any intro tonight, do or do you, do you want me to go with it i want you to do the intro okay. because
0: you know you are way you are you you are the panini person here you know all about them you know all the stuff and we should actually talk about that but you do your intro and we can we can kind of chat about that
1: luca nation i'm super super excited for today's episode as you guys are joining in live, feel free to let us know the comments, questions you have, because the guest we have today, his name is Brett Whiteley. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. If not, maybe he won't even join because uh, he hates me so much. But you now we have Brett Whiteley from Panini, uh, and he's from the Panini blockchain team, the Panini NFT team, blockchain, Panini Blitz, Dunk, all of the cool stuff that they're doing. So we, we're going to have Panini on. And guys, this is a long time coming. This, this really is. And I got to give a shout out to our community because you guys keep us going and you help steer the ship into hearing what guests you want on and time and time and time again, you said, we'd love to hear from Panini both from the card team and the digital team, right? That I kind of group all that blockchain NFT stuff into their digital roadmap and to their tangible roadmap. So hopefully we're going to have both teams on today. We have the digital team on and we have a million questions to ask. Uh, and we're very, very, very much looking forward to it guys. We have to announce something. Full transparency. So Cage and I both are invested in Panini Direct, the Panini NFTs. Okay. So just full transparency. We want you guys to know that right off the bat, so there's no confusion. We're gonna run a normal episode, a normal interview, asking all the the easy end, some of the tough questions that Cage might have. Without further and, ado. Uh,
0: what he means by that we're invested in is we own panini digital cards. We're not shareholders of the panini family. You know, we're, we're not like angel round investors. Um, you know, at certain points in the last, um, couple of months, uh, we've bought panini digital cards the same way we bought top shot cards. I own several thousand panini digital cards all from their recent blockchain packs release. 95 percent are basketball um there are some ufc i don't own a single panini blockchain card from before that nothing from redemptions nothing you know um nothing prior to their recent um announced you know the prism blockchain packs that are out there um you know and and um yeah, so we just want to make sure you guys know that, you know, we do our collectible, uh, collectible episode, I make sure to tell you that, you know, we're we're talking about these shares. I don't own anything fractional. I, I want to make sure you guys know you're know, going into it that this is something we own. That that we are not going to go on here and recommend any of these things. We're not going to tell you, "Hey, this one's cheap." That's not what this episode is about. It's more of a, you know, state of the union for Panini. We yeah. ask some questions and ask the questions that our that our audience has actually asked us. Luca nation has asked us in our discord in our Lucas Tigers discord last night this was the big topic of conversation we let our Tigers know hey you want some you want some add value for owning a tiger just drop some questions in here and we'll ask Panini because we have them on tomorrow so um just one of those fun little things
1: so before we dig before we bring Brett on if you can in 60 seconds or less cage what interested you in Panini Direct and Panini nfts because I want I want the people listening to understand
0: well, Brett won't come on, right? So, but so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it in a way where we lead him right into it, right? So Perfect. we had just rolled, we rolled out of Top Shot. Um, the, the the situation of cards and card collecting was in a weird spot, right? So Top Shot had 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 a boom, and it was sort of kind of you know static. You know, people yeah. had come in when the boom happened, and it was kind of you know they were kind of coming down a little bit. You know, Topshot was a little silent, and they weren't announcing all you know the stuff that they're doing now. They hadn't really rolled a lot of utility in, and and you know they. I think they've kind of you know righted the ship recently, and uh, you know you've seen some some initiatives from them over at uh, at Dapper and Topshot. At the same time, also um, grading hit what let's just call it a stall. You know, um, PSA was not sending cards back. Uh, there were a lot of changes going on in the grading world, and um, you know. That magical buy a raw, great it, come back five extra money was just not happening at the time. Um, and rolling off of Top Shot, I, uh, you know, a bunch of our listeners told me, hey, take a look at Panini uh, Digital. Uh, Ziggy who was you know, all over the Discord last night, um, was, was, he was really like, you got to look at it. And um, when I did, you know this is what I do, guys. I, I do a lot of research. And Panini filled in a lot of the gaps where Top Shot hadn't. You know there were a lot of cool things that you would have liked from Top Shot that Panini had. Auction. You know, you know instant liquidity, let's call it. You know what I mean, where if you get something in a pack, you're able to immediately sell it, right? They had a marketplace, they had but it was also auction. Put it up for a buck and whatever it sells for it sells for almost eBay style. A lot of things that people have been asking for on Top Shot were in Panini. Plus, it was a recognizable asset. It wasn't this moment that was being created out of thin air. It was a blockchain Digital version of a card that you already knew, yeah. the Lamello rookie or whatever it may be. Um, and it was packs. It had the same fun of ripping packs and opening it. So there were a lot of good things that Top Shot had. And Panini kind of, you know, in my eyes, in a lot of avenues, was taking it to the next step. Yeah. However, and this is where we'll bring Brett in, I will say there are also many avenues where Panini, I believe, is behind what Top Shot is doing. And those are areas I think they probably should fix. And we can ask, maybe they're in the works. But that's kind of my, I love my, it. my 60 second cage wise, which is always 180 seconds.
1: That's perfect. And guys, we've never done this before, but we did this for a reason because we typically haven't brought in uh, a guest that were actually invested in their product. So we wanted to be full disclosure here. So I'll bring Brett in right now. Luca Nation, let us know if you have any questions, topics in the comments as we're doing this live. Brett, welcome is. to the show, my friend. So this is Brett Whiteley from uh, the Panini Digital team. It's good to have you on the show, Brett.
2: Thanks
1: for having me guys. So uh, we'll get into all that and, and I'll tell you, you guys uh, you guys have a good thing going for you because when we published that little thumbnail on Instagram, it's obvious that our community is very much emotionally and financially invested in some of these digital products that needs released. And our the questions on DM, the questions in my, in my email, the questions in public, I mean, there's a ton of them. So you guys are in a great spot, but Brett, I always like to get to know the person behind the scenes, right? Like, how did you find yourself at Panini? You know, why digital? Uh, so I'd love to hear your background story, if you don't mind sharing, and then we'll get into Panini, the product and the roadmap.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I started personally at Panini about five and a half years ago. Uh, I started with our basketball team, actually. Um, learned a lot of things from, from that group. They've got a great core uh, built there around guys that have just been in the trading card hobby for <laughs> more years than fingers and toes that all three of us have combined. And, uh, you know, that that group of guys, uh, you know, really helped show me the way and bring me along and within the industry and stuff. And I, I was, um, you know, blessed to be on that team for uh, three, three and a half years. And uh, about a, two years ago now, I got moved over to the our collegiate group as well as when we first started our, you know, first endeavor into blockchain products, uh, which were those first round of National Treasures uh, 101, where we did the Dutch auctions, and you get a physical card with the digital card. Um, and, you know, that's how it started with, with Panini. And I mean, it just it, it, it was a smooth transition into that space, um, you know, just kind of as the blockchain technology and NFT started to become a thing a couple of years back. Uh, you know, in, in early 2019 for us and, uh, you know, that, that's kind of my, my journey within Panini and, uh, you know, every, everything's kind of escalated from there just as the, the blockchain technology grows and the, the utility of it and what you can do with it and what we are gaining the capabilities of doing each and every day, um, as that space grows we learn more and more and and try to push the envelope with uh you know the sets that we're trying to bring to collectors
1: are you um just like personally have you have you followed this nft boom uh have you been investing in nfts where, where are you on that like when you see crypto punks or board apes and all that stuff and like becoming culture where people put like an ape on their on their twitter avatar where, where do you stand on that
2: Oh, I, I follow all of it. Me and the, um, one of my coworkers, workers uh, Phil Lindenbaum, he's on the team as well. Uh, me, me and him, him even more so than me, have been on NFTs for a couple of years now. When Top became a thing, I mean, we followed each and every time we could get anything new. We followed it. We were on it. Uh, you know, the board apes, the uh, e- even all the stuff that's happening on like the Solano chain right now. I mean... Just any and all of it, we're just trying to consume all the daily info that's out there because you you never know when somebody has a great idea that we want to try to take and maybe try to incorporate into stuff that we're doing. I mean, it's no different than building physical products where we may see a competitor even that has a great idea for something and you want to take that and kind of mold it into maybe something of your own. I mean, we've seen all the different 8-bits and stuff like that type deal that's done in the crypto space. And it it, we try to take and mold things like that and and try to put it in things that could possibly be ideas for us down the line so no for sure we're we're all on top of that and 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 i'm a big time believer in it just the utility the uniqueness of all of it um that can be attached to these things is just i mean sky's the limit with it
0: so brett i'm gonna let andrew ask all the questions but there are people probably listening right we the thing about the NFT space to card folks is there are buzzwords, mm-hmm. right? Forget about the initials, right? You know we're gonna make it, and your morning, and all the other fun stuff. You know, we all greet each other, but more importantly, utility. The word utility gets thrown around a lot, right? And and let's just take it from somebody who says, you know what? I like bread. He looks cool. I'm gonna go on Panini Digital right now. I'm gonna buy a pack of cards, right? Which I, don't, I probably can't. I don't even know if there's anything up there. But next week, UFC comes out. I'm gonna buy a pack of cards, right? And they, they buy a pack of cards. And they happen to get a nice little color blast, you know, and, and they got these cool cards, right? And they look at it, and it's pretty, and it's great, and it's got a serial number, and they got it. It's in their wallet. It's in their, their Panini wallet. We'll get to that in a minute. And they come on here, and they hear you say utility. They listen to this again, and they say, all right, Brett said utility. So they're looking at it, and... I mean, I guess they could show it to people and say, look how pretty this is. And that has some utility in showing it off. I mean, I guess they can, you know, stare at it and make themselves smile. But what utility is in that colorblind? What's the actual utility in what we're selling now? What are those digital, what kind of utilities it do? Does it give me access to, you know, a public restroom somewhere? I mean, like, what? I'm obviously making light of it. But what do you mean when you say utility?
2: I think there's things that are coming down the pipeline with that. I mean, one thing that we're definitely looking into for, you know – future type build outs and stuff is is a burn type mechanic. Um, We've been uh, it's definitely in the pipeline for something to work. But, you know, say we want to offer an exclusive pack or something like that down the line that maybe even gets you access to an event or you using UFC as a perfect example with uh, packs coming out again next week. Let's take a set like color blast this year. And next year we have that burn mechanic built in where we tell you to take five of your color blast cards, burn them where it removes them from the chain. You get um, some kind of a token or something like that, like a Panini token that then could enter you into a pack draw for some exclusive parallel that we are throwing out there next year that maybe even within that pack, we've, we've put in some kind of a golden ticket or something like that, that's fight tickets to a UFC event or exclusive Fight Pass access for a year or something like that. I mean, the UFC has been a, an absolutely tremendous partner for us um, in these early stages to where they're giving us access to things like this that we'll hopefully be able to include in some of our uh, offerings within the NFT space. But I, I mean, that's just one example of you know certain utility pieces that we can add into our digital stuff, even on the fly, that it's a little bit harder. And you have to have a lot more planning up front to do on the physical space to drop something like that in to a physical product that may never even get opened. Whereas you know, these NFTs are are typically kept at a more rare, exclusive lower count that the majority of them are going to get open. We've seen that to date that the majority of packs are getting open um, and there's more than likely going to be that person that pulls that golden type ticket. Or when we put those burn type features then you can burn it and get exclusive content
0: for it. So is that something that can potentially get layered on what's already been open? I mean, you already got your money. You know what I mean? If already got his money. So if I'm sitting here being a skeptic, I'm saying, all right, yeah, I mean, you know, people have bought all these basketball packs, right? Next season, if the NBA wants to partner with you and and have you, you know, give away a, a dinner with LaMelo and uh, Lonzo and uh, LaVar Ball, LaVar Ball, uh, you know, and, and and listen to that guy go off and be crazy, you're not going to give that to the person who's sitting there holding the, the LaMelo ball this year. You're going to put that in and, and grab your money in next year's pack. So so I still think, you know, all right, utility, it's almost like a leap of faith, right? Like, okay, well, you know, I hear a lot of people, we're going to layer this in, we're going to add this utility in, right? But, but it, to me, I don't really hear much in the way of utility for right now. I mean, it sounds like a cool thing, and I guess it'll be part of the mm-hmm. roadmap. Um, and I guess the takeaway from that is it's something that's easier for you to layer in, if you can, on the digital side than on the physical side. So it's coming, it's down the road. Um, I guess my question would be, you know, there are a lot of people who have put a lot of money into, I mean, Andrew, I don't want to step on the questions, right? But do you want to talk about like Blitz and 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 uh, and Dunk and that kind of stuff? And, and I know we had a question from our audience sure. about that. Why don't you, you know.
1: Sure, 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 sure. So actually, I want to read a comment because we're doing this live. So sure. he wanted, uh, here, I'll move. So Brett's up there. So Matt Rushmore Card says, you guys have the best card NFT images and IP for all card investors. The apps, there's a huge opportunity for Panini. So let me ask you. Uh, If you could share, we'll get into the details, but if you could share the roadmap, right? So you guys have the Panini Dunk, Panini Blitz app, right? You have Panini Direct, which is more blockchain. Is there an opportunity to integrate those apps? What's the roadmap for all of those apps being integrated within each other? Or is there one? Is there one? Is
2: there one? There are 100%. We have plans to try to implement taking your Blitz or Dunk cards and trying to build a bridge where you can turn those into nfts they're not nfts in a sense right now because they're on an app Uh, as far as my understanding apple actually has a block against people having applications that are blockchain and nft technology on them so the way that those are designed and created at this moment they are not nfts they are not blockchain technology But we are looking, it'll be much further than the the road, but it is on the roadmap to take those fully, build a bridge to have those integrated into the NFT space. How that looks as of today, I'm not 100% sure, but we've started talks uh, on trying to work out the mechanics of what needs to happen with that, how it's going to look which cards specifically can get moved over if it's all of them if it's only select few because it it is something where we want to keep like we say i know there's base cards on there that are not numbered so how does that work in an nft space because on blockchain technology and nft stuff everything's numbered and that's Mm -hmm. something that that even we tried to make sure as we built out the first packs is we wanted to make sure You know because we're we're a private chain right now we've talked about going to a public chain when you that public chain what does it look like does it carry our numbering over if we don't have the nft itself numbered on the front of that image so that was something that we looked at early on that we need to make sure this stuff even if it takes us extra time to build this stuff out every individual nft is self-numbered so if you go to a platform that doesn't carry that numbering over it's still on the on the card, on the NFT, and, and carries with it wherever it
0: goes. So, I mean, just to layer that out. So there are, it's in talks and roadmaps, there's no specific plan, but the Panini Blitz junk, there's talks, there's possibility, that can be bridged over in some fashion. It could be trading in those for some other blockchain. There's a million ways it could be burning those, it could be people who have those, the numbered ones might carry over. There's a million things, but that's not anything that's happening you know, anytime soon, but it is something Panini is aware of, and something Panini is working on as part of their roadmap. Same with Panini Digital. So it sounds like, unless I'm wrong, although it's not happening anytime soon, there are discussions about it being moved off of your own internal centralized, let's call it, blockchain, <laughs> if we're going to use that word, and putting it on some form of other open chain, putting it on something that's out there, putting it on. You know, you talked about Solano, you talk about, you know, whether it's Ethereum or wherever it might be. There's actually talks about it moving and having it be decentralized. And
2: and, and that, would, that would be something probably even further down the line, because okay. uh, w- when you get to that space, you know, we also have to work with our, of course, league partners and stuff like that. So there's a lot of that that comes into play as well. It's not just a Panini call as far as what kind of a chain we're on, whether it's just the Panini private chain or if we move to... I mean, like you said, something like a Solano or mm-hmm. you know, OpenSea or whatever it would be, Nifty. You know, it, it, it could be any or all, or all of
1: them. I'm curious if we could just, so it's funny, like our community is buzzing here in the comments, right? And, and you know how it is, like you run a pizza business, everyone will tell you how to make your pizza. But, but sometimes they miss the understanding of what it actually takes. So maybe use this time like to help people understand how you guys are thinking organizationally about NFTs and maybe some of the challenges that, you know, come with a legacy business moving to a blockchain. Could you, could you share a little bit about that? Like kind of how you guys are thinking about blockchain or just organizationally?
2: Yeah. And I mean, like for me personally, like I would consider myself, I mean, I, I've played a lot of video games and I'm, I, I consider myself somewhat techie. But I'm nowhere near as tech level as like our 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 guys that are over in India. It's our XCube team. They're the ones that are the brains behind all of that stuff. And I mean, I get to I'm lucky enough. I get to have daily conversations with that group as far as things that they're that they're implementing. You know, we take our ideas, we give it to them, and man, those guys take off and they just go running with it. And they got a couple different teams that are constantly looking on blockchain upgrades, sites feature upgrades, implement, implementing things recently that we've done, such as the marketplace filters um, and, and you know, trying to make it more easily accessible to uh, you know, search for a specific card. You know, last week, we released the clubbing of card data uh, to give people the ability to using Lamello as an example. If I, if I want to go look up Lamello's base cards, it gives me all of that specific card sales data you know, I, I think those are things for us even that early on when kind of packs first became a, uh, something that we wanted to kind of tackle and get into. We got to that point, but then it's like, oh man, now we're going to have all these stuff on here. Now we need to upgrade the marketplace and make sure that the marketplace has all these bells and whistles to it that just make it more user-friendly. And I think that's kind of the space that we're we're in now. It's kind of trying to push the envelope, but not push the envelope too far because then you just have this system that's just completely clunky and non-usable. But it's something where anytime we come up with an idea, you know, there's timeframes to it. It's not just something that, boom, we can have tomorrow. You know, that team's got to, they've got to come up with proof of concept. They've got to come up with a roadmap of their own of not only from the front end, how it's going to look, but the back end, how do you implement that? Um you know and and there are things that they're just constantly working on day in and day out to try to put new features and new um just making the experience much better on the chain overall i know something that they're doing um currently that will be implemented on a uh, as a back-end upgrade to the blockchain is they're talking about um, clubbing blocks together to be sent to the to the chain as a transaction on the back end and that's something that people aren't going to see necessarily on the front end. But those are the back end type upgrades that we talk about that are going to try to make things seem more seamlessly. So the the dreaded as you're trying to purchase a pack and you get the whole message of, you know, uh, the the traffic's very high right now, or you go to open a pack, traffic's very high right now. This is something that should help alleviate some of those pressures that we feel on the system every time we do a pack drop that. People won't really list on the front end, but it's things that they're trying to implement on the back end to try to alleviate those stress points.
0: So Brett, I am the least professional person in the hobby. Mm-hmm. I get to talk to people and I get to be a kind of an ass about it, but know where this is coming from. I'm a fan, I'm an owner. Um, how many people approximately, the ballpark, are, are users of the Panini app, owners of the Panini digital blockchain cards? Is it a few thousand?
2: It's, I believe the number right now is somewhere between 12 to 15,000 users that have actually either purchased a pack or purchased a card on the secondary market. Now the number of accounts is much higher than that because the unique thing about our site as a whole is everything's encompassed into one. So even if I've made a Panini account, even to just purchase physical stuff, that kind of gets lumped right. in, but when yeah, you we can pull, buy
0: regular the, boxes, you're in there.
2: But digital, you know,
0: twelve to fifteen thousand, which I think the Discord is less than three thousand, or somewhere in the ballpark of that, as far as members go. Um, so my question for you is this, and you might not have an answer. Maybe you'll take a stab at it. Maybe you won't. But you've been around for a little while, not a mm-hmm. long time, and it takes a little while for things to grow and, and whatnot. But you had, you know, the the second mover advantage. I mean, Top Shot's been around for about a year now. Um, and it took them a few months to kind of take off and grow. Uh, Conservatively, Top Shot has a half a million active users or half a million accounts. You know, less conservatively, people have put it in the seven figures. So Panini, who has been doing this now card-wise since in basketball, which is where you, you kind of started off digital since, what, 09? The Prism product's been out since 2012. You got a decade of properties out there you can pick and choose from to make the digital assets. You've already you know, got the Color Blasts. You, you know, you've got the Prism stuff. You've, you've got the, the 2012 flashback insert sets, the High Bolts. You've got some really cool properties, the Marvels that have been thrown out there. Considering you have what I would say is the better IP than Top Shot, who had to just create something out of nowhere, and you've got a decade worth of that backlog, why do you think they've got a million and you've got 12,000? What do you think the
2: reason for that is? I think we're still in people's minds so new in the space. Um, you know, we're we're constantly, like you say, a- adding to the portfolio, adding to the pile of, you know, bringing along more and more and more of our our brand heritage and and our brand history and stuff. And uh, to me, it's 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 only a matter of time before we we catch up. Um, like you said. Uh, you know, we've only done to date when it comes to the packs, just Opticrome brands, really. Uh, you know, you had Prism with basketball. Um, we did Prism with uh, baseball. Um, you had the Select with UFC. Uh, you know, later this year, we'll actually introduce Chronicles to UFC as a pack offerings later this year. Um, I mean, that one, you're just going to get a full mixture of any and all of the uh, Panini brands and brand history there. And, you know, starting next year, we're planning on uh, adding, you know, autograph elements to the cards. And it's something where, um, you know, when it comes to physical products, one of the things that I learned early on, you can have all these ideas of things you want to implement within the space. But you just want to put in a little bit at a time. You can't don't just give all at once. So it's something where we're going to be adding in piece by piece by piece by piece and really try to grow the space as a whole you know you you talked about in the introduction they had this huge boom and then you can see the charts i see my chart it fell on its face and i think a lot of that is people rushed into the space and just i'm out you know, I'd rather see something that just grows gradually over time and you get that organic group there that truly wants to be in the space as collectors, as people that truly enjoy the asset, enjoy the NFTs and, and, and enjoy their collection and watch their collection grow over time and watch the space grow over time and not something that's just a rush rush of the night, get there and just let it the balloon pop.
0: I like it, Brett, but remember, you know, kids can't fall down while they're running if they don't stop crawling. You got to stop crawling. You got to start walking. You got to start running before you fall. So at least Top Shot had that boom. So I think a lot of our listeners would say, you know, they'd be happy to fall down because it would mean they actually took off a little bit. So that's yeah. probably, you know, some of the frustration that they have. Before we get into the auto stuff, you, you kind of jumped ahead. And you said, hey, we did, bas- we did basketball. We did baseball. We did UFC. We have some chronicles. I didn't hear football. And then you went into next season. So – is football now not happening this season? Is football going to be a next season thing, or is football going to be released? If you know.
2: I, I will tell you, as of right now, fo- football is in the works. Um, it's coming. I can't give an exact date yet of when it's coming, but it, it is coming. I mean, we, we definitely are in the space right now with our, you know, one ones the Dutch auctions. Those are happening as we speak if they haven't ended yet for this week. Um, so we're definitely in the space with football NFTs and we'll continue to be there in, in former fashion. It's just going to be a a little bit longer for, for some of the, some, uh, maybe packs to drop for that.
0: Okay. Interesting. Mandra, do you want to talk with the autograph or you got some questions from our folks?
1: One of the things that really—I have questions, and, and, and these are our questions too, Cage, because we're users. So, like, one of the <laughs> one of the cool things I think with Topshot, right? And, and you touched on this, Brett, and you—you you got it, You hit the nail on the head because we released our NFTs, uh, Lucas Tigers, and we want them to sell out, but we don't want them to sell out too fast because a lot of people are then like that chart or left holding the bag, right? You have that explosive growth, and you too many people come in to flip, and there's not enough of that collector. Uh, mentality right so it's this weird blend of making a market where you have enough collectors that hold and you have enough liquidity from the day traders who want to keep moving so w- we've gone through that uh, I'm curious evaluate that market intangible that market right remember those sites that like sat on top of top shot to say I have a million dollar collection now my collections up 24%, <laughs> yeah. or, right? Like that kind of um, I almost retired. Cause of those things. Those
0: gave me a full sense of hope
1: over there. Those guys. C- Cage is going to go to his shop. office to his boss. He's like, ha ha ha. Do like, hey, you ha, see ha this? Look at me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at me. Yeah. Evaluate, the, evaluate that market intangible, all that stuff, where that's layered on top of Panini direct that shows you like, okay, this is your value of your, um, of your portfolio. How do you guys think about that? Is, is that coming? Is that something you're going to build? Is that a third party app?
2: It, it, I'll say this. We're, it's in the works. We're in the works. We're in talks with a couple different companies to try to add our back end data to those sites. Um, you know, so it, it's in the works. One of them you should probably hear sooner than the others uh, fairly quickly. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say which one exactly, but one of them for sure we're going to be on sooner rather than later. Uh, the other ones are definitely ones that we've had internal discussions with getting with people within those companies because I I think it's a great um, feature. Then and, and and I'm all for third party type companies coming in and 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 scraping that data and 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 giving people that type of um, you know insight to to their collection that 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 shows them that raw data because I'm. I'm all about data points and, and, and being able to pull that info and, uh, you know, look at those things. And so I'm, I'm, I'm all for more people coming in. I mean, there was, I know there was one app that I saw our website, serial one. I don't know if you guys have seen that one yet, but that I thought that guy did a great job of taking and, and clubbing, uh, you know, sales data before we even had that info available on the website. You know, we've, we've implemented that feature now that you can go kind of pull that for yourself, but Before we had that up, that guy, Serial One was, man, he was on top of it. He had a great uh, website going that pulled all types of sales data. But no, we're definitely in talks uh, with those certain third party companies to try to get um, them to come in and and scrape that data and give people that, you know, I think added value
1: even to their accounts. Is so a few comments here on, on the side and.
0: I got a bunch ready to go, but go for it.
1: <laughs> real, real quick, crypto payments, MetaMask, right? Is that is that also, I, I know a lot of things are roadmap driven. And you could say, like, guys, uh, I mean, I'm not a tech guy, but I've worked at a tech company before. It's funny, like, it's not as easy to implement as we think. But I'm curious, like a MetaMask implementation or uh, crypto payments, right? because it's tough to deal with PayPal, frankly. Like, I mean, I said that you don't have to. So where where do you stand on that? where are you guys at with this roadmap of crypto payments, MetaMask and integrating it into a, that
2: That's 100% we're trying to get that stuff implemented. Uh, the big thing with that stuff is, and we I mean, we even had conversations staying late yesterday and talking through some of that stuff. Um, when we do implement it, because of how crypto works as far as transactionally, It's probably not be implemented in the auction space on the site. It will be more as a buy it now feature. So it may even be something where the marketplace then even takes another look to it where you still have the auctions. In order to do the auctions, we will still be tied to PayPal for something like that. But when it comes to the uh, kind of what we call the public gallery section, we may even have a third section now that is just strictly a crypto buy it now section we we'll be able to let people exchange crypto payments. Um, and, and I believe, depending on the company that we end up going with as that crypto payment processing, for lack of a actual tech based term for it. Um, I believe they said yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, in that meeting, that it, it, the one they're looking at using will be able to take up to 26 different cryptos as far as exchanging and then they've got their technical piece in the back end that can convert your if you wanna if you want to accept a Bitcoin and somebody wants to pay an Ethereum that they pay with the Ethereum and it gets transferred to Bitcoin as it comes to you. So I I'm with you. I don't I don't get the technical acts of it, but I I know enough of it to be a little bit dangerous.
1: Cage, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you on here, but I want to read a few comments. So Doug Stilwell says I'm super pumped to hear the Dunk Blitz news publicly. I hope someday that I have a million-dollar Panini NFT collection. Doug, Dougie Doug. Doug, Doug. Doug. Doug, I love Doug.
0: My my kid has a Panini Dunk app with thousands of cards in it, but the vast majority of them, Doug, are not numbered, and I have a feeling if you read between the lines here, it's going to be difficult to have those things cross over the bridge i don't think Pinini's going to do nothing with them maybe you know for every hundred you have maybe you get one they'll they'll, they'll, they'll figure a way out to do it they will be like a burning type of thing i'm sure they don't have the answer yet but i wouldn't count on everything in dunk and blitz to just be carried over as a one for one we're bringing it over the bridge and, and you know so i'd be a little careful i temper the expectations on it guys this is me not brett but you know, uh, you know, I think I, I, I think I probably am, am right on this one. I think we have the best sports product out there. So much growth room too. All Mag- Magdalenians, nice. So I think you, you must be talking about Lucas Tigers and Bronze. Here's my thing. So I love, I love the answer. I love PayPal. I love, you know, I mean, I love, you know, that that you're looking to give other options besides PayPal, whether it's crypto or whatever it may be. Because I think PayPal is a huge friction uh, piece. So that, that's great to hear. You know, I hope that's on the the nearer roadmap because. I mean, you know, one of the great things about crypto, whether it was, you know, centralized or not, um, with taking PayPal out of it was, you know, you had the no backsies that everybody wants. You're dealing with a sports product. You know, you don't want somebody buying, uh, let's use football, for example. You don't want somebody buying the Trevor Lawrence, you know, uh, digital card this week. And then when, you know, he has a bad game this week or, or, you know, I don't want to jinx the guy, he gets hurt this week all of a sudden the PayPal claim is made and it's like, hey, I didn't really mean to do this. You know, my 12-year-old made the, you know, you definitely don't want that in this space. Digital, you're supposed to be getting rid of that friction. Um, So to the extent that we can, you know, roll that in, that, that would be huge for growth. It would be huge for adoption. But let me ask one and then, Andrew, you can go. The biggest thing to me, so this is my biggest thing, and it might not be the biggest thing to everyone, but it's the biggest thing to me as somebody who does content, somebody who has a lot of people that I want to, take care of a lot of people that I want to provide value to the biggest thing for me that Panini does not have that top shot did. And I can't believe we don't have it yet and figure out a way to do it is I want to go on live tonight and show people that I have 8,000 digital Panini cards. I want to show them that. And I want to say, Hey guys, you listen to our, our show. You're here in the live. I'm going to pick five people in the live and I'm going to send them. Here you go. What's your account on Panini? Oh, it's uh, it's Brett one two three. Boom! You just got a Devin Booker, and I do it all the time with Top Shot. It doesn't cost anyone anything, and and I get that there are reasons why you have to protect against that. It, you know, it's private transactions. It takes some of the the you know the ability for people to kind of circumvent your fee, right? And and but I think what's happening is I think if you opened up something like that, like a transfer mechanism where people were able to gift mm-hmm. things, the user base would go ten x in a month. Because opening packs, I mean, I have videos of me opening packs. It's the funniest thing in the world. And I got, i trust me, I got some bad stuff. It's, some guys, it's on our YouTube
1: packs. channel. It's on our YouTube channel. You guys can search Lucanation Network right? Panini NFTs.
0: That,
1: oh, so, sorry, I mean, cut I, out. I, I, just...
0: No, no, you're right. Panini, Panini NFTs, check out our YouTube. But it, I mean, I opened up a Brandon Clark 101. I paid a lot of money for that pack. But you know what? I was so mad that if someone was in the room there, I would have been like, let's go. Here you go. You got, it. just give me your name. Here you go. Brandon <laughs> Clock 101. You know, it's yours. And I would just send it to them. But instead, and I don't know if you know this because I don't know if you use the product. And a lot of times people who, who, um, cons- who, who use it, build it, don't consume it. And I, I'm a victim of this myself. I mean, I, I talk and I do this podcast, and it takes our audience to say, hey, Cage, go get better headphones. Go get better audio, because I'm not <laughs> listening to myself. And then I listen, and I'm like, shit, I sounded terrible. Let me go buy some new headphones. So here's the, the deal. You still you haven't done a, that. Of course I have. <laughs> Shut up. So here, so there's a brand new. But I like the wired look. Come on. It looks like nice, long, luxurious earrings. So, so <laughs> What I have to do if I want to give a gift to someone is I have to list it as an auction, a price, whatever it is, and then either send a link to somebody, or um, or tell them, hey, it's the LeBron that's listed for two hundred and twenty three dollars and seventeen cents with serial number you know eight fifty nine of seventeen ninety nine. Make me a one dollar offer on PayPal on that, please. So the person actually has to buy it. They have. Yeah. To, I can't give it away. They have to give me a, They have to give me a dollar. Which, by the way that dollar because of the fees and whatnot, I get like 17 cents. It's beyond the point, you know, PayPal takes there, whatever you take your whatever. And, and, you know, that dollar becomes nothing, but that's too much. Like digital is supposed to get rid of that friction and it's supposed to give that whole deal. And, and I get it, right. There's, there's ways to abuse this, right. And that's probably what Panini is concerned about. Like people just, you know, Hey, let's have a private transaction. Give me that $5,000 uh, digital card and I'll just pay you and PayPal off the site. Panini doesn't have, I get it. But there has to be a way to fix it. Maybe it's a, a, a lower dollar value that you're able to gift, small, you know, small, whatever it may be. There has to be a way to do that because I'm telling you, just in is our it, own world,
1: go for it. Well, I'm asking, I, I think, I think th- there's a question here, right? Or is, it, is The question can is, you have, can yeah.
0: Cage has question questions that. in you, statement form. Can we fix that? There's the question. I can, I, <laughs> what, what are we doing about that? Because to me, if that doesn't get fixed, that kills it. It's amazing. I mean, it,
2: it's, it's for sure something we can look at. I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I pull the auctions every day. I see LeBron's that sell for a dollar that, you know, are not dollar cards. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It's offsite transactions. You know, it, it's something that, you know, it, it, it's exciting to see, but it's not exciting to see with like the bonus cards where I would see the actual, you know, redemption of bonus cards, sell on eBay. For hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars, and I'm like, why can't those transactions happen on our site? Um, but no, I get it, and uh, you know, it's something we can definitely look at adding. You know, I I don't think it's uh, it, it it's I I will be 100% transparent. It wasn't something on the roadmap, but it's definitely something that if if the community as a whole, you know, uh, there's an unifled Discord out there that uh, you know, a lot of us up here are in and we're and we're watching and we see the comments in it. And you know some of the ideas and stuff that have already been implemented kind of came from that Discord and whatnot because we want to we want to build something that the community wants you know I think that's part of the longevity of all of it is if there's something that the community feels deeply about that is going to help the user experience just the overall um, you know excitement and 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 people enjoying getting into the space and collecting and kind of like what you're saying you guys run a run your channel and it's something where you wanna give away stuff here and there, but you can't really give it right now until you have somebody pay you for it. So it's definitely something we can look into adding and seeing kind of what the roadmap looks like and what the timeline looks like for that.
1: I'm curious, so, and I'm sure people don't realize this. I mean, Panini is like a billion dollar organization. It's not like, hey, let's do this today and it's done tomorrow. (laughs) What, um, let's talk 30 days from now, right? Mm -hmm. Today is September 24th, so let's call it uh, Halloween. Are there any things that are on the roadmap that are coming, that are big news by that by that date?
2: As far as stuff in the next 30 days, um, we, we're actually working with, so we've had, um, our, our tech team is located in India. Uh, it's called Xcube Labs. They've actually been here for the last month. And so, some of the things that have kind of come to fruition over the last two weeks are large part because me and and and, uh, and Phil we're in there with those guys for two or three hours a day right now, just spitballing, brainstorming anything and everything you can think of as it pertains to blockchain and features that we want to see, things like we've talked about adding like a contest. Uh, you know, specifically with the NFL season going on, where you know uh, you take your um, you know a base mosaic card that maybe you pulled from a pack and say you've got all 30 quarterbacks listed there, and you just tell us you, you know maybe you have some kind of UI that shows what quarterback you think is going to throw for the most yards this week, and you take your card and and you have to have that card in your collection though at the time in order to pick that player, so with that group being here we've gone over just several different new features and stuff it's it, i can tell you as of yesterday they're putting that roadmap together with our uh, our our vp of of tech and and they're kind of deciding what features are next in line after the last couple that they've implemented over the next couple of weeks so today's actually their last day here where they're going over that stuff honestly as we speak uh to where I don't have the exact answer right now of what features they're picking as far as what needs to come into fruition next that these couple groups from Xcube work on next. But um, there's definitely some, I mean, what we think are going to be real unique things coming into play here as far as down the road. Now, whether or not which ones come first and which ones come later, I don't know at the moment, but there's some cool things coming down the pipeline.
0: Tell that team to stay a little longer because that would be cool. That's utility. I mean, that's a good answer. If there's going to be a game they, in there, almost fantasy-wise, where if you own that card, you can pick that player for your team that week, and then they play against each other, and you win prizes. You win other digital stuff for having mm-hmm. the best lineup. That's actually pretty cool. It's something that's been talked about in other properties and, and hasn't happened yet. Um, but, guys, if you listen to Brett's answer again, he may have dropped a hint in there about what the football release might be. So take a listen. He might have dropped the Panini property in there. I'm not going to say it in case you. you I don't want to make a mad. But you might have to go listen back a minute there. Yeah,
1: talked about a football release. What about about um? There's so many artists uh, out there that kind of cross over sports and creative. You know, have you guys thought about doing like a kind of an individual release, like uh, Precious Metal Gems for NFT version? uh, you know, Project Twenty Twenty. Ask where you guys make custom art for the NFTs and release them.
2: Uh, not really yet. I know the one thing that we've done. So we just partnered with the U.S. Men's National Team. They're actually doing something pretty unique right now, uh, where for all the friendlies that are getting played, um, if you actually go to the games, you're a ticket holder for the games and go to the games. They're they're taking local artists for the games um like i believe the one this weekend or it's either this weekend or next weekend in uh down in uh austin and so they've hired a local artist down there um the gentleman's gonna come up with a poster series basically is what they're doing and they're giving that away as an nft at the game itself so the first game was up in uh tennessee So the first one's actually anybody that's actually claimed it, those are live on the blockchain right now. And uh, so we've we've done that. We haven't really talked internally about partnering with artists or something like that, but it's something we could definitely do in, in, in the future.
0: Anything from the chat, Andrew? So here you go. I'll drop one for you while Andrew's looking for a good chat. Well, Ziggy has,
1: Ziggy's asked like 76 questions. I'm not sure which well, one. I'm it's
0: big. not Ziggy show. Ziggy can have Panini on another day. So, but here's the fun thing, right? We've already asked a couple of Ziggy's questions. Ziggy, let other people talk in the chat, man. We love you, but come on, man. Do, do, do you know, be nice. So, so, so here's, here's a cool one. If you don't want to activate users by allowing folks to gift to people, I will tell you that if a numbered color blast, physical card, tangible card of LaMelo, numbered to 65 hit eBay, it would drive the tangible collectors nuts. Because the only place where you can get a numbered color blast LaMelo or Steph Curry or Giannis out of, I think it was 69, such a limited number, or even the other ones out of 250, but I'll use the challenges as the example, The only place you can get a numbered Color Blast right now is on Panini Digital. They're not numbered cards in the tangible world. If Panini wanted the easiest and this is in your Discord. So if you're in there, you can check my suggestion. I have made it a bunch of times. What would it take for Panini to print tangible versions of the challenge digital cards? The numbered blue ice that has been a challenge, the numbered color blast. I mean, we're talking about you guys printing 65 of the lamellos, 60-something of the 69 of the Giannis, the Curry, the Jamarant. It's not a huge lift. But those mm-hmm. get out there in the world, and you reward the people who are in that. All of a sudden, every challenge is going to be done by every tangible person in the world. And they're all going to get in because they all want that tangible card. They all want that blast that's numbered for the first time in Panini ever doing those. You know what I mean? They want to get in on that that Marvels set that was numbered. You know, the Luca Challenge Marvel, the Zion, um, you know, the, the high-voltage Luka, the Zion Marvel, you know, like they, they – They'll want to get those tangible cards, and the only way to do it would be having those collectors of tangible come on the digital platform and do those challenges and buy those digital cards. The fact that Panini hasn't done that yet, with such a it's such a light lift, it's actually shocking to me. So I bet you're going to tell me it's not in the roadmap.
2: Nope, it's not in the roadmap, but it's definitely <laughs> something we can look at doing. I mean, we we've talked about something like that. Uh, internally early on, that we talked about making the challenges unique enough to where, you know, maybe it's something where if it's limited enough and fits within the space of us having the ability to print something like that, that that we can go in and, and, and do that on the back end. Uh, I mean, there's definitely print time associated with that, uh, you know, as it comes with like our printers and stuff right now, like Optichrome is a specific thing that ha- that typically just gets done by the facility that we utilize um it's it's not in essence like the instant stuff that you're familiar with instant gets did- printed digitally on on something that is a little more instant yep. for lack of a better word something like optichrome is something that's going to take a little bit more time to do Not that you care that it's going to take more time to do because eventually you'll get that card. Exactly. Um, Brett, all people would want to
0: know is that it's coming. You know what I mean? Like, if it were coming, people would wait for that. And people would be on the next one even before those things hit eBay. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, you know, if you're listening to this from you know, audience perspective, to hear, oh, you know, it it takes some money to print it and the whole deal, people would be like, boo-hoo, Panini. I mean, you want us to buy these digital packs? Like, like, give us something. You know what I mean? Let's do something here, you know? So that's, I mean, all right, Angel, what's Ziggy want? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, 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 you, oh, you're, dude, you're crushing it. People are, people are loving it. There's some good questions here. The chat moves quickly. Yam asked, if Panini offered to make you a rookie card, but it had to either it had to be NFT only or physical, what would you, which would you choose? So, so that's a question for us. But I do want that... to ask... A, so, so here's a yeah, comment. Minting, minting app cards can be modern day grading. Allow people to pay a minting fee, let them mint whatever cards they want, maybe say five a day, one a day, nine a day, whatever it is, all numbering in the background and publish the numbering on the cards. Where do you stand on that Brett?
2: So like, are they talking about like grading the card, like like you put like, like a little grading case on it or something like that, or
1: let's say you have a one of one Mahones on the Blitz app, right? Yeah, yeah. you could click a button and say mint, pay fifty bucks. It's kind of like a grading, and so. you mint, and then the next day that appears on your in your uh, account on the Panini Direct as an NFT. I
2: I think honestly that's g- generally probably how that's going to end up working out is so, some form or fashion of that. I think the, the bigger discussion is going to be, do we allow it, kind of like we talked about earlier, to be all cards? Do we allow it to only be a certain amount? It is something, you know, with blockchain, you know, you see it in just transactions and gas fees and stuff like that. When the Ethereum network gets all bogged up, those gas fees become astronomical. So there there is something with that. And, and you see it during high volume times with the packs and stuff like that, that you get the... The dreaded uh, high volume button. Try again. Um, with this minting of, of this stuff, you're going to see it where if yeah, if you just allow the floodgates to go open and everybody could go mint at the same time, it's going to bog the system down. So I think when, if and when we figure that out and 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 finally uh, fully put that plan into place, it's probably going to be something similar to that, like like what that idea is of. Maybe you can only do X number per day or something like that. Something where we can keep things in line on the chain and not just throw things out of whack. But it is a good idea to do it to kind of limit how much gets moved over daily so the number doesn't just go astronomical yep. on people. Yep.
0: and people will be weighing, willing to pay a fee and the whole nine. There's definitely ways to do it. Mount Rushmore could probably tell you all of them. Um, he's pretty heavily invested in it. He knows his stuff. Um, and, I mean, listen, for the, for the tangible guys listening to this, I mean, you got to see the comments that are out there. I mean, kaboom. I can't stand Kaboom, Kaboom but, the, but the, the, world, the world loves it. The world loves it. A numbered Kaboom card that you got a physical version of for completing a challenge. Forget about it. You, you, Your numbers would, I mean, maybe you don't want it. Maybe you don't want to get too popular too fast, but you, that would cause one of these. Like that would, you would bring people who right now are saying digital. Pff. All of a sudden, if digital was their way to get into the Kaboom Cabal, they would be doing digital. They would do whatever they needed to do in digital to be able to get a chance to get that numbered kaboom card.
1: So it's just – it's something you got to think about. So, Brett, I think this is probably a, a unique interview. And, and I'll tell you why. What. what makes us maybe different than other shows in the space? Yeah, we do it every single day. But, but where we've had success is we realize our audience and really a lot of audiences out there care so much about other people's businesses that they'll give you their answers as long as you're willing to listen, right? <laughs> and it's crazy. You, you should, We do a lot of these shows. We go live a lot. The comment section is going nuts. Be and I, I think it shows how much people really care about Panini. I, I really do. How much brand equity there is in the business, in the IP, in everything you guys do. I mean, color blast. Like when the color blast challenges went live, right, people went nuts. Curry Moran. Any people bought Denny of Isha of these they bought this guy was averaging like 2.2 points a game so p- people love love what you're doing and they just you know it's like when you see so much potential you know everyone's like they, they have every they have so much to say but but i understand it's like drinking out of a water hose and prioritizing and, and, and things like that and with tech I, I think with tech what's difficult is when you make a technology change and a marketing change you kind of have they have to be in, in in unison right you one can't be out you can't promise something you can't deliver and you can't deliver something and you're not marketing it so it, it's it's a really interesting world. If I could give you the floor, I don't know how you're doing on time, but like, let's say I'm holding, you know, 20,000 worth of 20,000 USD in Panini Blitz, Dunk, NFTs. Can you make, give me like peace of mind that, you know, this will be around in a year uh, that, that you guys are building for the future, you know, kind of like that investor pitch, like 90 day uh, shareholder meeting type of thing.
2: I, I will... Tell you probably the best thing I can tell you is we're not going anywhere. The guys, our XCube group from India, those guys have been here for a month. They extended their stay by 10 days just to continue working with us when the lead guy in the group has a wife who's due in November and he still stayed here an extra 10 days instead of getting back over there and being with her. Ten extra days away from court. your wife
1: doesn't sound like a punishment. Actually, I think you know a lot of people in the in the chat are willing to sign up for that. You 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 cut national short by like six days. You can't. You went for twenty four hours, honey. I'm gonna be right there.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, I like my wife. That, that's
1: why.
2: But I mean that that group's here. They're invested in it. We're invested in it. I mean, we, we spend many days after work up here working with those guys. So while we're here, and we have them front and center to just try to take and, and build out any features that we can, plan out any things that we can to, to do what we can to try to help future proof some to, to bring that better user experience. Um, you know, uh, we have, I mean, just so many things coming down the pond to try to just help ease things bringing new collections to it, Um, you know, and there's just so much more that we're going to be able to offer in the future, Um, you know, and and we want to listen to the community grow what the community wants. I mean, it's like you said, we have all these IPs we can take from, anywhere from a Hoops product, a Score product, a, a Mosaic, a Select, National Treasures, Flawless, maybe even an Eminence, I mean guys the limit as far as ips within our company and stuff and what brands we can take from what new great ideas that our product team here is going to come up with next that's the next hot selling you know case hit type insert that we can incorporate and make into an nft or who knows down in the future make an nft challenge that we print off and send to collect you know yes i mean it's it's stuff we can all work in, and you know I think it's 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 something where we want to continue to organically grow that user base uh, that we talk about, and you know, we're we're going to do anything and everything we can to keep growing the community and building apps to it that people want to collect and and keep jumping into the space.
1: Two Beautiful. two big takeaways, and I mean, uh, so Spinatron, I mean Spinatron is. The, the, you know, spinach on talks and we read because his, you know, his Instagram stories are four pages long, a lot of, a lot of font, but he yeah. knows his stuff. And uh, he says, of
0: education having, in
1: those a lot post, of education. Guy. Uh, So he says, having those NFTs accessible and viewable from outside the NFT crowd instantly makes those another asset class, closed door, closed system, right? So having them appear on open uh, having them appear on public platforms is huge. The second one, the, and, and you could touch on it, is the gifting, right? Because gifting brings in breakers. It brings in content creators that, you know, we talk about the bridge from Panini Dunk to Panini NFTs. Well, the bridge from Panini to content creators and breakers to the audience is built with gifting, mm-hmm. right? It opens up, it, they, you basically hire a marketing team for free by creating that one feature. And, and it's, it's so important because that's how we connect with our audience, you know? Uh, we've had different sponsors uh, across the board from tech companies, uh, across the board. The way we do it is we, hey, we're going to go on the platform with you. We're going to learn it with you guys. And uh, first off, that builds trust. But second, when, when we are able to gift these NFTs, gift these moments to other people, they also get interested, right? They, they take that moment, they sell it, and they play around with the app. So the customer acquisition, we were just talking to a company before this, goes through the roof with just something small like that.
0: Yeah, Brad. I mean, we were on Discord before, and I said, "Hey, if you guys aren't signed up for Panini Digital, sign up now." I'm feeling generous tonight. I'm gonna give some stuff away. But now I know for the next hour, because I said we're talking to Panini. Let's give some some cards away. Who wants a Devin Booker? Who wants you know? Who are you a fan of? But I don't know for the next hour. I'm gonna have to explain to them how they gotta go into the public gallery and make an offer and pay a dollar, and they would be like, "Well, that's not a giveaway. I'm buying this right now." So I mean, it's it's just it's one of those things where to me, and listen, I don't write the code. I just come and complain. So, I mean, it sounds easy, I'm sure it's not as easy as I make it sound, but it really is, there's gotta be a way to do it um, where, I mean, it would really exponentially grow your user base because, you know, people would sign up and they're much quicker to get on and be active if someone's just dropping a free digital card in their account instead of, hey, put your credit card in or, or go ahead and buy something. Like, you, you have you have an instant user who's now, oh wow, I got this for free, what else is there? You know what I mean? Let me look around here. Let me see what if I – maybe I'll complete the set of what they just sent me. Maybe, you know, there's not that many marvels. There's not that many, uh, you know, the high voltage. Let me complete that set, you know. So it, it, it really is something that, you know, that I think the the crew would like. I think the fans would like. I, I think, it, you know, it's something you need to look into. What else you got in the chat and we can let Brett
1: go. People say Brett's doing amazing. They want they want you to come on uh, weekly or biweekly, however often you can, to, to share updates from, from the We'll hold
0: them to it. How about at least 30 or 60 days? We'll bring him back. We'll talk about. We'll hold him through. We'll see how much of the roadmap he did. I'm sure Brett will come back in, in a while. We're not gonna have him back monthly, guys. He has a job.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, no, we got we got some good comments. You know, here gifting and trading would be huge. These are trading cards after all. Uh Ed disc-
0: is in the Discord. He's in there. He's definitely one of one, <laughs> one of one of the founding guys on that Discord. Goes to the moon of challenge rewards oh, If if we can make those challenge word physical cards where they're numbered, I mean, you have so, one of the coolest things, guys who are not on this. Lucas, like I and Brett. Hey, Hank, I love it. <laughs> Hank, get get the uh, get the court kings. Get the court kings Discord. We'll link this. We'll link this in, in the Panini Discord um, after we're done. But but think about that, right? I mean, think about the the physical cards.
1: It just it would really be a, a huge thing. Yeah. It really would. So, how can no. people? So we don't want to bombard you, Brett, with like send brett all these emails send brett all these ideas you know where do you recommend people who uh they're not trolls these are people that are invested in the app that have you know stake in the game that have been with you since for god knows how long where should they send info to to feel like they're heard and you know to give you guys feedback so that you can implement it
2: um that's a good question what if uh what if i have our it team make like a almost like a suggestion panini email account and i'll come back in a couple of weeks and then we can share that account address the other thing we can do Beautiful. too if you guys are game you talk about uh, giving away stuff and gifting stuff i got some uh, prism uh, nba uh, nft packs we can do giveaways for that if you guys want to pull 10 different people from your group send me some email addresses and i'll i'll make sure we get we hook some people up with some base packs
0: Beautiful. Tiger Owners. Tiger Owners Utility. Who, who has an NFT tiger? Listen, guys, join the Discord for Brett. I'm joining the Discord for Panini. It's, there's not a lot of people in there. You, you can, they have suggestion sections in there, too. We'll have Brett back on. We'll ask the question. You can ask your questions there. They're in there. Panini has employees. They have mods. They have people in the Discord. Um, and guys, for the, the, the tangible folks who are out there thinking about this, one of the coolest things that Panini does, the silvers, right? Silver parallel, right? So one of, the, one, of the, one of the things about silver is in the real world, right, in the real world, IRL, in real life, is that they're not numbered. You don't know how many of them are out there. They change from year to year, right? What if I told you you could get a LeBron Kobe tribute dunk silver that's numbered, numbered to 149. In the real world, that is, I mean, 149 is not enough supply, but that's what you have mm-hmm. on the digital app. They have numbered silvers in Panini Digital. I mean, imagine that was a challenge, right? The, co- the, the Kobe tribute dunk, I think there was 84 of them, I think, was the challenge. Um, imagine you made that a tangible card, that Kobe tribute, the LeBron Kobe tribute dunk silver numbered with a number on a card. Forget about it. The, the, the card, card
1: books will go crazy. So let's have some fun, guys, real I'll quick. You, you guys keep I talking. No, no, keep going. Guys, in the comments... Brett's wearing a hat. First giveaway, first person's giveaway is don't don't turn around. Don't turn around. Is what sports team is that hat from? First, it's can I give them a hint on hint on the sport or no?
2: I hope they can tell the sport.
1: No. Oh yes, (laughs) stupid. They're not. So first giveaway, first giveaway is his favorite is the team that he's wearing. And second giveaway, bears, bears. I thought it was bears because of the jersey on the wall too, guys. See uh yes mikey allen and broncos he's sports cards guy he's the sports Card got it it was broncos so he's sports well, cards well you you can get a pack if you show proof of tiger ownership <laughs> <laughs> you're too late joe so he's sports and we'll pick nine others real quick so let's say i you know i'm a whale in this game sorry sorry i'm not sorry and i own about 100 super fracture packs are you guys gonna offer the auction function? Like, are, are you gonna be able to uh, sell sell packs in the future?
2: For sure, yeah. Um, it probably won't be until we introduce the crypto into the space, because kind of like what you alluded to with the PayPal is the only form right now. We don't want people to open the packs and then dispute their transaction after they open the pack. So that's kind of the biggest hurdle we've had today is we want to announce it before we did the first packs. So people that are um, get in early on this stuff, they want to buy and hold packs to then sell the packs later on. They don't just go and open everything and then later on you announce, oh, hey, now you can sell packs. Like, great, I wish I would have known that back in June. Like, so this will give people the ability to, yes, hold your packs if you want to sell packs later on. It will come when the crypto comes because... We want that function to strictly take place with the crypto space and the crypto transactions. We don't want it to go through PayPal and give people any opportunity to dispute those transactions.
1: Awesome. I love it. Last question, Brett. What, what has been the coolest thing since working up in any? Metsa one, you worked on a project. Uh, <laughs> was it a, you know, a design, you know, you worked on the color blast challenges.
0: Meet and cage. <laughs> Easy.
1: I will
2: say, um, a couple years ago, we were working on Noir as a team, and we had the idea in a, in a whiteboard coming up with the uh, the sneaker spotlight set within uh, Noir. The first year that was done, and I think that was kind of one of the first sets that um, was a newer set for the team that we were able to come up with, and uh, uh, you know that 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 truly got collectors into a program that was a good program, but I think just took that program over the hurdle just adding in one one simple set like that. That kind of and I think it, it just happened to kind of be perfect timing with kind of the boom of trading cards, getting a lot of sneaker heads in them and stuff like that. So I don't know. That was something that was really really cool for me to kind of see come into fruition because we don't we don't work a ton with kind of um leading our, our a photo department and oh we want to like this specific photo or that specific photo because we work on so many programs and so many sets it's hard to really dedicate towards that piece of it when we have great photo pullers that know exactly what they're doing and what we're looking for on a program by program basis anyway but that was one in particular it was taking the time to look into oh man what shoe do we want for this guy what shoe do we want for that guy which one do we want for this you know uh you know what coat? You know for the first set, what Kobe shoe were we going to use for it? And and going through the set and each and every player that we wanted in the set, and making sure we we had kind of everything as we wanted it.
0: Love it! Can't get a better answer than that. In the comments for, for the
1: rest of the giveaway. Sorry, I'm just I'm just milking this to the end. You know, it's Friday, but you're on Central Time, so we still got some time, I think. Brett's lucky number. Put guess Brett's lucky number in uh in the comments, and that will be the second round of giveaway. So I have I Yan, Hezzy, Sports Card, Tom Bullard, and Bernardo won the Broncos giveaway. So please don't participate in the comments. Put put uh, Brett's lucky number, and we'll give out the rest of the packs. If you don't get it, it's going to be closest. Oh, shoot. that's not what I wanted to click. These, these comments come in quick. So I uh, wanted to give, this came up a few times. So people said Panini did a good job responding to the community and giving Otani that.
2: And, and that was something, you know, we, uh, it's, it's hard for us to do things quickly like that because we do have to go to leagues and get league approval on stuff. So when you try to put something together quick like that, you have to work with, you know, league partners and stuff like that. It's got to route through the building. So doing changes like that, you know, we definitely need to. Uh, it, it it it's harder to get some things through. Luckily, we were able to get that one through in time, and update it and and kind of get it right. I mean, they were right. It should have been a bat photo. Should have been him hitting.
1: Uh,
0: cyber, cyber. Thanks for joining, man. Appreciate it. It's another another guy who's been in Pinini e Digital. Brett Cage made,
1: made Cage made a call for the ages. So at 33 home runs at the All Star break, right, Otani had 33 home runs. And Cage uh-huh. said, he, he did some digging. He's a little like, I've learned that. You know, you numbers. can't. he's not going to – yeah, he ran the numbers, and he said Otani's not going to hit more than 15 home runs in the second half of the season. And that was a yeah. bold prediction. He got a lot of slack. Yeah. And now let's see. You guys know how many home runs he has? 45. He's, hit 12. More. he's hit 12.
0: He's hit 12. he said 12, and the season's winding down. That's <laughs> because on average – People who have 30 home runs at the All-Star break hit 15.8 home runs in the second half on average in the history of baseball. So I said no more than 15. It's just what the numbers say. It's all stats.
2: The stats guy right there digging deep.
0: It's all stats. We'll see if it comes out. We'll he's, see if he may want to tan. a, not just a talker. So, Brett, what's your lucky number?
1: What's your favorite 11. number? 11. 11. We had
0: a 13. There was, there was a 13. There was, was close, I right? saw an 11. Oh.
1: Yep, Joe from Family Guy joe from nice. family guy all right so we got we got five winners here joe from family guy uh, we'll pick Bernardo, five Tom Bullard Bullard, sport card yeah and i'll pick five others um yeah thank you that was very very generous whoever runs your marketing team your instagram page i gotta give them a shout out because they made it so easy to, to set this up uh we're hoping to get the card guys the card folks on as well because you know half our community loves nfts Half of them are like, I just want something tangible to show off in my vault. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I got to give them a shout out. And, and guys from the community, you know, it's Friday evening, 5 p.m., 6 p.m. You're off work and you're spending time with us and uh, and Brett. So we got to give a shout out to our fans. You know, they keep us going and they help us get esteemed guests. Like I, I never thought when we started the show, we'd get a chance to speak with people from Panini, uh, behind the scenes, learn the roadmap, learn what you guys are doing. And maybe even get to navigate a little bit and share how we want to all win together and, you know, grow this pizza pie. So uh, Brett, thank you. It's it's very generous with your time.
0: We appreciate you coming on, man. And thanks everybody. Thanks for your comments. This episode of Lucas Tigers and Bronze was brought to you by hybrid grading approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself the aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, Do us a favor and like, subscribe. And you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time.
2: Thank you.